This is the Rail and Road Podcast. I'm your host, Kenny Walker. And after the last few episodes focusing on rail, we turn our attention to roads. And we are quite literally on the road for this pod, and we're out and about at the Highways UK event at the NEC in Birmingham. For two days, this event brought together people responsible for planning, developing, managing, maintaining and future-proofing the nation's roads networks. In this episode, you'll hear from Sneha Patel, Deputy Director of the Highways team at ORR, Harry Garnham, Head of Roads Performance, also from ORR, John Larkinson, Chief Executive of ORR, Anthony Smith, Chief Executive Transport Focus, and Nick Harris, Chief Executive National Highways. So there's a lot to cover today. So first up, Sneha on the importance of this event to ORR. So it's great to be here another year at Highways UK. It's been a really good opportunity for us to talk to a whole range of stakeholders around our role and what we do to hold national highways to account. So we've talked about our annual assessment that we published in July of this year, highlighting some of the areas of concern or areas of focus that we've been looking at and how we're working with national highways to progress those areas. We've also had the opportunity to talk about our current areas of focus, so things like asset management, 10 minute response time or efficiency. And we've also had the opportunity to talk about forthcoming work. So in particular, our new safety report that responds to the Transport Select Committee recommendations in relation to the rollout and safety of smart motorways. A highlight of day one was a panel discussion featuring speakers from ORR, National Highways, Department for Transport and Transport Focus. As you may expect, smart motorways was a key topic. First, we hear from ORR's Chief Executive, John Larkinson. It's obviously been a, a controversial area. It's been a very emotive area. There's been a pause on new smart motorways, new all-lane running projects. The positive news on all that is that the government set a whole series of requirements on national highways in terms of a smart motorways action plan into more emergency refuge areas, better signage, etc. And largely speaking, that has been delivered, which is really, really positive. In terms of what's next, what more there is to do, there's a couple of areas where I think there's still quite a bit more to do in terms of uh, confidence and user confidence on smart motorways. The first one is around the technology. We've got a big piece of work on at the moment in consultation with the well, all the parties here, looking at the technology used on smart motorways, stop vehicle detection, the communications to control them. How reliable is that technology? Is it doing what it says it's supposed to do? And we'll be reporting on that. We've got a safety report coming out in December and we'll be reporting on our initial findings on some of that there. So I think that's a crucial bit of work, particularly because of all the extra resources that's got into that recently. And the second area where we, we all need to do more, and we're, and we're currently assessing what National Highways have been doing on this, is around communication with users. How effective is that communication with users? How good is the communications about what smart motorways are and how you use them? And there's been quite a bit of debate about that. And we think just doing a little bit of work, analysing how well that's going and what the options are for doing it differently in, in the future and discussing this no doubt with Anthony. I think they're probably the two areas which I'll focus on. Transport Focus is the independent watchdog for transport users. Here's their chief executive, Anthony Smith. We've done a lot of work with drivers around smart motorways, and it's very interesting because by and large, people don't think about this day to day. It's a road. They use it. They get on with it. It's fine. They can't differentiate between motorways, dynamic hard shoulders and all this sort of stuff. They just use the road. Until you say to people, oh, there's no hard shoulder. Have you noticed? What's going to happen, do you think, when you break down and people go, oh, that doesn't feel very safe? And I think the problem for Emma giving her advice to the new Secretary of State is going to be, 
No matter how much you tell people about the fact that smart motors are a system, you get the gantries, you get the control centers, you get the information, they are safer, or I suspect almost undoubtedly. They control the flow of traffic much more evenly, so they're good for the environment, and they avoid needing to take an extra lane of Britain's green and pleasant land you know, to build more roads. And I think a bit of honesty about the political debate would be really helpful, because the problem is, no matter how much you get the stats, and you try and convince people, at the end of the day, it does not feel safe. Therefore, politically, you've just got to make the case and get on with it. And here's Nick Harris, Chief Executive of National Highways. I mean, my colleagues have covered, I think, very well the issues around smart motors. And I agree, you can't have too much feedback. It matters. What I would just add is that it's important we don't conflate the discussion about smart motorways with technology, which matters to the wider network and isn't just about small motorways. We've talked about the statistics show that they're safe, they're safer than conventional motorways in most ways, but that statistics is quite clear. We haven't taken people with us, and that's where our, our job lies in changing the perceptions of many people. I've now got ORR Chief Executive John Larkinson, fresh from his panel discussion. There's a really, really good atmosphere here. You don't get a chance to meet so many people in one place very often. So I'm already, I've had a lot of feedback and I'll be thinking more on that during the course of the day. We had a really, really good panel discussion about some of the key priorities for roads. We tackled some tricky topics. We did efficiencies, we did net zero, we did smart motorways, we did the future of roads, but it was a really, really good chat, a really good conversation between all the people up there from myself Transport Focus, Smart for Transport, National Highways. We've got a team here today from the ORR and tomorrow. So uh, I'll be here for part of the day. So I've already spoken to a few people who's redirected them to our stand uh, here so the team could talk to them. They want to talk about specific topics, about detailed topics or technical topics. So a good chance for the whole of ORR to hear from uh, people in highways and what they've got to say. And for the final word, Harry from ORR. My name's Harry Garnham. I'm Head of Road Performance at RR, and I look after the monitoring of National Highway's delivery of the Rose Investment Strategy. We published our annual assessment uh, last July, and I'm here today, and I've been talking to a lot of stakeholders about those conclusions and also what they mean for the future. It's been really great for us as a team to get out into the wider sector and talk to a lot of people, not just our National Highway's colleagues but also people across the supply chain and other key stakeholders. What's been particularly useful to me is hearing some of their first-hand views of actually some of the challenges that everyone's facing and building up a bit more of a wider appreciation of that. The team's had a really great experience here at Highways UK and uh, we definitely plan on coming back next year. Thanks, Harry. Sounds like it's been really worthwhile. And that brings us to a close of another episode of The Rail and Road Pod. Thanks to all today's guests and to all of you for listening. If you want any fuller details on ORR's role on roads, visit orr.gov.uk and also look out for the upcoming safety report being published in December. We'll also be back in December with another episode of the Rail and Road Pod when we'll be looking back through the archives as we discuss the Railway Work, Life and Death project. But that's all for now. Until next time, thanks for listening and goodbye. <laughs>